for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in the gamers media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part with us in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all the links in the description below. I love saying YouTubes. So dumb. I feel like I'm such the, an old person. The tubes. The tubes. The tubes. No one calls it YouTubes but us. I love it. If you want to join that PlayStation conversation, wait, which part was it? Yes, as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures <laughs> where you can watch us record this show live. Where you can see, like today, we are recording way later than we normally did because, you know, Max I went to the zoo. He went back to the zoo. So, what can you do? Oh, rhyme too. Crap, I'm running out now. <sighs> if you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a uh, five-star rating and a written review. Or on the YouTubes, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support the show financially, you can. Patreon.com slash the pop culture as well as our merchandise store popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it final episode of 2020 max it's year almost dunzy and Dun- we only delayed once Dunsky. we delayed a day we delayed a day <laughs> and we still got it out <laughs> yeah that's true I'm, you know we, we, we so far we've been in cyberpunk we delayed a day but it's still going to come out on the same day. So it's kind of really it, it may still be a hot mess <laughs> oh yeah we can't it will crash your PS5 that's hard stuff. Hey, but I'm good, man. I'm good. How's uh, how's your weekend been? Because as, as we said, well, we are recording a day later on the Twitch, which makes no sense for everyone that's listening to this on podcast and whatnot. You're like, I'm listening to it at the exact same time every week. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so Max, we had Max's daughter's birthday yesterday, so on Saturday. Your son may be scarred for life with abandonment issues. Yeah, so he had... Because all the other Max children. Max had two, fr- two friends groups come, and they had kids, and they came, played with my kid. He, he, he made friends, and they left. And then another set come. He made friends with them, and then they left. <laughs> so it's like James, like, uh, is what's going on? Where's all my friends? Making all yeah. these friends. And, you know, we had sm- small child. You had crashed into a massive, massive picture frame glass went Blew everywhere. It the fuck out. Luckily, no one was hurt. Oh, I cut my f- I cut my thumb on <laughs> it. <laughs> thumb on it. Cleaning up the glass. I wrecked, La- wrecked last the night because I, I was still wearing no shoes. Last night I felt something sharp go on my foot. Oh, I'm like no. nobody move. Come take, come take the kid. <laughs> and I look down, it's just a rock. I'm like, oh, oh that's all right. Just a nail. <laughs> it's all good. Um, uh, unlike Cyberpunk, Sean, as he says here on the chat here on Twitch, hopefully no Wang's hanging out. Can't I mean, they are, but you can't see because yeah. the table's in the way. But uh, we'll do this that. This is the censorship table. Yeah, I will do the Mean Girls cut the titty part out. That, that, that'll happen. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'll do that with, pr- with pride. Um, and then, yeah, obviously went to the zoo today where no one knows how to social distance or wear a mask despite signage saying otherwise... And it was like packed capacity. Ugh. Isn't it weird how like things have changed? Like, like I-, I liked personal space before COVID, yeah. and I still had people like swarming. It's gross. It's so gross. It's funny. So where, where did we go? So we went to the supermarket yesterday, and it was a situation of like, yeah, normally there's less people because we're right on Christmas as well. Mm. It is like just 
fucking so many people mm. and it's a situation of like it's no more people than normal but I'm like there's no people here I don't like this we almost like everyone is like everyone's up in my shit well like we all we didn't go to the butterfly house because there was a there was a line of 20 people I'm like I'm not going in yeah like I'm that was one of the main reasons why we went and I'm like I'm not going in there's way too many people the butterfly house is tiny and it's got a capacity of 67 people apparently yeah because square footage I'm just like yeah but you That's can't what... walk on that whole square footage yeah there's a tiny little walkway yeah you can't go where the butterflies live yeah so like nah peaced out yeah well we're, we're in this like we're debating to take jams to the Werribee Zoo yeah A is open range and two there's dinosaurs there well there's dinosaurs at the, uh, the, the big zoo yeah. the Melbourne Zoo now Dinosaur. we didn't go in because again there was a massive line to get into the Dino Lab I'm like nah I'm good. I don't want to die for dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can, I can write that. But yeah, so yeah, man. Other than that, like you know, apart from hanging out with, with you yesterday and the fam, which was lovely. Um, I'm assuming you're very happy with how you. Yeah, it was awesome day. Um, you guys won best prize because you know you bought a balloon. Yeah, <laughs> it was we, so to my wife that you actually give my lo- my wife like she wrapped all the presents and it's like, can I put? I should put a balloon on it. I'm like, no, oh, sure, whatever. And then yeah, your kids like balloon, <laughs> just like. <laughs> eyes on that bad boy and gave no shits about any presents oh we tied it to her leg last night she was crawling around after it just trying to bite it <laughs> blow it up scary times win <laughs> oh actually i didn't do shit win to my wife out there um but yeah, other than that this week's been been crazy so like uh it's the last week of work so i'm about, I'm about to go and leave uh i was supposed to finish up on friday but my but my boss's boss was like hey it's a task i need you to do can you get it done over today and monday I totally you know just, you might we paid obviously i'm like sick sweet done cool so it's just some boring end of year admin bullshit just you know make sure everyone's funding's in line it's not very exciting for those i don't you know come talk about playstation um yeah i'm just keen to go and leave man i mean i don't i don't finish work until thursday yeah and then my wife's got no time off over christmas so like it's gonna be butt anyway yeah well so i got tlc tomorrow i got the last wrestling pay-per-view for the year excited for that too actually I've, i am but i've not watched any in the in the month coming up to it so i'm like i don't know what's happening i mean there's gonna be some tables there's gonna be some ladders there's gonna be some possibly there's some gonna chairs. be some chairs yeah. i mean you not know. ruling it out <laughs> it's pretty safe to yeah. <laughs> pretty safe man nah, it's win- like the back there'll end- be winners there'll be losers someone will cheat yeah <laughs> it's the back end of the year and it's always like the the storylines are always bu- like so bummer sander's gonna come in and win a belt like Ooh, nice yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited for that. But other than that, what have you been playing this week in the game side of things? It, mainly Grand Theft Auto. Trying to do the stupid yeah, new heist. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And, so, a, and a lot of Smash because Sephiroth's out. What I've come to learn is that Grand Theft Auto is like my seasonal game. Yeah. And I always play it around Christmas. Has it started snowing yet? Is, not yet. Like, not when I play I yesterday. hate it for those three days where it snows over Christmas. But it's and like the all, only time I play the game. And then and like, all the cars handle like garbage. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't bother me now that I've got a flying motorcycle. Yeah. Like, it still handles like garbage but, in the snow. Uh, yeah, so like uh, as far as I know, it's not snowing yet. So we've been doing the, I want to say Cinco de Mayo, but that's the, not what it's Keo called. The K.O. Perico. Yeah, K.O. Perico heist. Um, which is the go-to way, uh, like a remote island, and then scout it out and heist it. Yeah, basically, this drug lord just lives on his own private island, and yep. you got to go and steal some files, and then rob him of all his other stuff. Yeah. So, like, it's it's the highest paying out 
heist you can do on an individual basis but it's also the lowest because you are able to do it solo yeah so like to just do the solo parts i think it's about 1.5 mil yeah but then if you get all the extras you can which net, you can't do you can net close to five mil yeah if so if you if you go in there with a full with a full group and everyone grabs their bags worth yeah you come out with like yeah. four and a half mil five mil but if you go in by yourself you can carry you have about, a carry capacity you yeah. have a carry so you, throughout the context so there is a compound that has the files in it which is you which is what you are there to obtain it's, it'll clear you about 1.1 uh, and then you have the option to collect a series of things as you go, whether they be gold bars, cash, or paintings. I've I've found as well. There's the also there's also like weed crops that you can. Yeah, there's there's a sort of drug and... sheds throughout the island yeah. as well. Um, so it's about whatever you can carry plus the files, mm. and you'll get out. Uh, I so on a solo run, it's a pretty good net. Yeah. Because it's more than you would get if you were to share the through a the casino, casino heist. heist. Yeah. But yeah, when you do it as a group, it's probably a bit better. But well, with the way with the way that our group does it, because obviously when when we all play together, there's mm. four of us. Uh, we do whoever whoever's hosting the heist, whoever paid for all the setups, they get the biggest cut, and everyone else gets the minimum cut because you're just there. Yeah, but then the, the idea ride. is we would all then and go then we, do a and few, then, and, and then, then we just few, and then we just rotate. So like you get, you know you get a good chunk of yeah so like it is is entirely fair and if you choose to not be not host a heist well you're miss like you miss yeah. out yeah. so like, like you're not actually you're not like sneaking more than you should yeah yeah of course yeah which which is which is a nice way to look at it as well because i know like i've come and helped you because it, it got to the point where we, we were all doing our own setup missions and then people were just coming for the final heist and we're like well you don't deserve anything yeah so now everyone just does their own setups and then we just you know yeah. circle it around and kick firm that was me and Cass. Yeah. <laughs> and Cass. Um, but yeah, so, I, so I've so i done this. I've been doing it entirely solo at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the first mission, which is the Intel mission, where you go and you scout the island, sucks asshole. Because you've only, you've only done that mission solo, haven't you? Yeah. So I did it in a group of three. So there's three of us. And the best part of it is, because if you, if you get spotted, you get thrown back to the, the party yeah, so, on the island. Yeah, so, so once again, for context, you come to the island, you land at the airstrip, you get taken to a separate a house, a house with like on a, a little estate there's, where there's a party going on, where there's a producer guy who I've seen on those masterclass ads on Facebook a thousand times. Uh, and then there, Dr. Dre was in the opening yep. scene, cuts him. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't much got paid for that one second bit. Um, yeah, so you escape that compound and then you have to sneak around the island to to scout it out. Uh, and on that island, there are there are there are guards, there are security cameras, and there are guards, and they all have cones of vision that you need to avoid. Sometimes those cones of visions are fucking inaccurate, and they can sometimes just do like the fastest one eighties and just spot yeah, and they can just see you through walls and shit. I've noticed as well because regardless of the building, if you are standing behind a building but that building is in the cone, you're getting hit. It's bullshit. Grand Theft Auto is not designed for sneaks. So like that's the entire So I was getting frustrated. And to make matters worse, when you go back to to, to scout it out again, if you get caught too many times, they just boot you from the island. And everything you've learnt kaput. Which I come to learn because I scouted the whole fucking island and I'm and I got everything. Everything. And then I got to the end and I was standing outside the compound using the remote, I uh, remoted into the, the compound just to use the CCTV. Yeah. And I got caught by a heli while doing that. So when I got, and then they just kind of like yeared me off the island. Saying that though, second, uh, sorry, the third time I went back, same thing happened, but the game wigged the fuck out. 
and all the guards disappeared because I was in the CCTV mode while I was doing it. I come back, all the guards are gone. I can go anywhere and in and out I want, but and I'm collecting collecting things, but they're not counting because the game's like wigged out. So and then I went back to the compound. I got flown off, and then I landed back in Los Santos, but I couldn't pause. I couldn't do anything. So the game just wigged shit the bed. Anyway, long the long story short is if you get spotted, you get thrown back into yeah. the party. Um, which is really frustrating, but in multiplayer, like if you're playing with multiple people, only the person who gets spotted gets thrown back to the party, mm. thrown back to the party. Such a the other trip. the other two can still stay where they were, which is really good. Three, if you, I think, the four people. <clears throat> yeah, because you can have four people total, but I I land three at the time. So that makes it so much better because if one person gets spotted but everyone gets punished, so that's, that'd be so frustrating, especially for the poor person who gets spotted every time cast. Um, <laughs> But look, parking's a good so, point. A GTA sneak is just lowering yourself six inches. That's it. The sneak is not. It's like I'm not built for sneak. Yeah, and like I, to be fair, I still haven't done the final heist. I've done all the setups, oh. ready to go, ready to launch. I've tried. Yeah, but I picked the wrong weaponry. Which weaponry did you pick? I picked, picked the, the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's what we picked. And the the automatic handgun. Yeah, that's what and we And I picked. paid for suppressors. Yeah, it's so exactly what we did. The difficulty is. But what was your the second? You pop one person. Somehow everyone just knows. What was your approach vehicle? Because we got uh, a stealth chopper. Oh, nice. I've got two <laughs> options. It doesn't really stealth, in my opinion. Yeah, so I come in by the regular plane and I stash I stash my uh, my guns in the airport hangar. Okay. So you pay like 10,000 bucks and someone will drop them in the hangar for you because you get checked second you're yeah, the plane. Yeah, of course. Go in there, pick them up, wander around. But yeah, the second I fire the gun at all, everyone just suddenly knows I'm there. Yeah. So like, what's the point of me stealthing? And I can't get to where I need to be without taking out people. So there are just a just giant hive mind, essentially. Yeah. And then like, I just keep, but they, I found they aren't as brutal when you... Did you go through and do all the setup missions of like, they don't have body armor? Yeah, I did all, all that like, too. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like they get, so yeah, you, there's a couple side missions where, yeah, you'll, you prevent the, the, uh, the import of guns and body armor and... There's, support there's, vehicles yeah so that, that, that way you can go in there and do what you want and they take less bullet whatever and they have less hard hitting ammo which is cool uh yeah so i got in i got all the way down to the compound got through got in grabbed the files grab some uh grab some kush on the way and then there's heavies just like hey what's up <laughs> i'm like you son of a bitch yeah well we, we had that because in one of the side missions because there's uh it was basically take out these three uh weapons yeah. caches so I went to one Cass went to one Zach went to one Zach gets to his first he's like oh man this is hard I can't lock on to anyone and there's a heavy and then me and Cass are like oh we've done we're done yeah, the other two, yeah. We, just, thing. we just sat off the side just just like peppered them with rockets just not locking on and we're like we're done what heavies what are you talking I, about I did the same thing so I did three of them but I made them just by coincidence it went simple heavy simple <laughs> so I'm like alright I got ten minutes let's party I yeah, get, yeah. He called them druggernauts. And that's a good name. So uh, yeah, let's get to the, so first one was pissed. I'm like hell yeah, I got like I got like seven minutes. I can smash it. Get to the second. I'm like get fucked. Mm. And there's yeah, there's druggernauts there <laughs> wrecking my day. I am just like grenading at his face. Yeah, and I'm like thunk thunk thunk. Uh, yeah, and eventually I was able to clear it out, which was awesome. Um, I, oh, and I worked out because a lot. I think like, one of them was a boat. Yep. I just want suicide plane. I helicoptered into that bad boy, and that's how I got that one. But yeah, the heist is like fine. 
I it's frustrating. It seemed a lot less set up and a lot less dicking around than that of the casino heist. Which is true. Like I I I like because I feel like there's like thirty missions for the casino heist. Yeah, and like it feels like an unnecessary amount of stuff. So and and I I am so impressed that I've been able to do all this so far solo. Yeah, that's the big plus for me. Right, like right there, I'm like hell yeah because you know there are like we obviously play together a lot but it's very very staggered <laughs> inconsistent very inconsistent is the right word so knowing like the entire thing solo i'm like mint absolutely mm. mint uh but yeah other than that i've been playing a bit more of a of sack boy uh that's that's been awesome that game's really really good and uh i need to add some more clarification to a statement oh i also smashed out like three more levels of devil may cry oh nice uh, I'm still loving getting to play as Virgil. The game is so, so good. Yeah. I really wish I had a 120 hertz monitor to like <laughs> fully get, I'd fully immerse myself in the in the high frames. But I look forward to hearing your uh, your step back here. What's, what's the... My name's Ryan Batson and... Hi, my name's Ryan Batson <laughs> and I was incredibly wrong about Bugsnax. <laughs> because Bugsnax is fucking good. But because it is completely different to what it was marketed as yeah it is dark mm. it is really like layered in this awesome like I, would, I wouldn't even say subtext kind of on the nose in terms of like even mental health and mm. and sort of you know uh, uh different you know like same-sex couples and stuff like that because a couple in the islands have had sort of these little touches and then there's this big overarching fucking darkness you know it's like because as this more information comes out about so you go there to, to interview this woman named lisbeth or this grumpus named lisbeth she's missing you got to find her and then a way also bring everyone back to the main town and then capture a bunch of yeah. snacks right so as you start bringing people back they all start filling in this void of knowledge with and you're like oh my god like what the fuck is this place? Because there's all these discussions about like, you know, obviously what is Bugsnacks? What are they? Like, they just seem to appear overnight. They're, like, are they kind of aware of the game trope of things? Just you catch them and they come back the next day. Mm. They're like, you know, are they human? Are they are they animals? Like, are they plants? Are they whatever, whatever? And like, they don't fit any criteria. And then there's a character as well that like her experiment is to like eat as many of them as she can because they, they transform your body so it's this, it's this weird discussion piece around like um uh transhumanization in this but like it's in kind of the same way that cyberpunk really should talk more about what it's like are you still human if you replace everything about you to a robot Mm. but they atta- I, what i'm feeling is they're atta- they're attacking that more here than they did in fucking cyberpunk because you know she's just like, like you know when you work out that you can once you replace one of your body parts once with a bug snack you can go in and replace it with any bug snack you can just change it completely i mean to be fair cyberpunk could be talking about that we just don't know because it doesn't work yeah that's a good point we'll, we'll benefit of the doubt there <laughs> but yeah i'm completely <laughs> blown away by it. and so, i mean i'm actually kind of chuckling at some of the creations that they've made for the for the mm. bug snacks i get it they are very much pokemon which is fine but some of them like some of the bug snacks themselves straight up puzzles how so because it's like all right well let's use a standard capture camp capture method which is the the trap don't work they'll just headbutt the trap all right cool well let's use the because then they have little sources you know like chocolate or ketchup <laughs> okay yeah yeah and they they're like uh uh bait okay so, so if, if one of them loves uh chocolate you put cover the the trap in chocolate and they go oh shit and then you catch them 
and then sometimes you like you'll need to get some out of the sky so you'll launch the trap into the air and whatever and you have this new grabby tool but sometimes you have to like literally string a bunch of tools together just to make it happen or you have to link other bug snacks together you have to make them like fight each other in order to catch them so then example there is a popsicle right so it's two things together but there is also nearby it is a moth that looks like a marshmallow with wafers and it's on fire yeah so you need like you, they the they don't like each other in terms of the na- natural setup right so you need to make them fight each other and then what the what the fire of the marshmallow would do actually actually makes the popsicle touchable so if you touch it you freeze so the but the 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 moth it sounds too complicated. No, no, not even like the moth thing likes chocolate, right? So you just douse the popsicle in chocolate. It hits the popsicle. And the popsicle's like oh, and then it, and you go yoink. Like you just need to like take that extra step. Or there are two things called spuddies. They're like little crams, look like like baked potatoes. You need to make them run at each other and they conk each other out, and then you capture two of them. But you can't do shit unless there's something else it can run into. Hmm. Like there's these little things that you don't really anticipate and there's like a thing like a like a it's supposed to be like a cricket but it's a corn on the cob and it jumps between trees so you can't just throw a trap up and catch it you've got to stun it out of the air so you get this kind of little trip uh trip cannon so you like you have to line up this trip rope between the trees it's like and then you just grab it and then so i'm heading into like the back end of the game now um because i'm starting to see all the big undertones of this sort of like ancient civilization that's around and that's about what I'm going to really say because like it's it's I haven't really dove into that part too much yet but you know I've unlocked the entire map I've seen like almost all the bug snacks and almost all the grumpuses um, and, they, and they're fun some of them are so stupid and so awesome there's like one dude who thinks that like bug snacks or his pets and his kin they're his little like, children he doesn't want to eat them and there's another woman who's just trying to like have sex with him just so she can go in and eat the bug snacks out of his barn like there's so much to it and I think the reason being is I didn't like the the advertisement heading into this game because they were selling it on the cute factor but if you told me if you told me early on like it's all cute but it's fucking dark underneath I'd be like go on <laughs> Because it's nothing like that. Like, it's nothing like that original song like that. Yeah. If anything, it, it kind of, when you're a bit more context about the game, like that really lovely, like, bug snack song, it's all, like, high and nice and lovely. I'm like, that's completely misleading. And that's by intention, I presume. And the voice acting is fantastic. Because there's a guy, like, the main guy, um, Philbo, he sounds like Morty. And then there's a guy, there's a random woman named Triffany who has, like, a... Um, uh, uh, an accent like Marshall's mum in How I Met Your Mother. So she's funny. And there's a bunch of different... And there's a woman named Wiggle who's like a one-hit wonder. So she just ca- just dances all the time and then she'll sing her, her lines occasionally. And there's one guy's just a grumpy prick. It's so good! And I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that I had to change my stance on it. It didn't make my list or anything because I haven't finished it yet. But... Uh, sorry because it was a game I gave the years list. But it, it completely changed my mind on it. Yeah, that's good. Because I, like, I was worried it was just me being an asshole and I played and I'm like, oh, I'm not entirely an asshole. <laughs> it's not too bad. I'm not entirely at fault, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No, but yeah, primarily I've been playing that because I'm like, oh. Because like, I think about it and I'll play it for a little bit and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll play some GTA and like, mm, box tracks. And James is enjoying it too. He doesn't know how to play it. 
but I go away because like you can feed bug snacks to, to the other creatures and it changes their face. I, I leave, I come back and Philbo's got like a cinnamon scroll for a nose and a fucking hot dog for ears. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> Damn children. What do my snack go? Anyway, that's enough about that. Let's get into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week. And of course, we are just kicking things right off with Cyberpunk. Because cyberpunk has been littering the news since last week. I, I, it's a situation where I think I may be mildly addicted to the drama. Yeah. <laughs> so as we all know, cyberpunk has been out for ten days. In that ten. <laughs> oh my god! It's only ten days. In that ten days, Sony has pulled the title from their digital storefront and have stated they will offer refunds to any digital purchases of the title, which I think is the first time ever because it was really hard to get a refund out of them for Anthem, which I'd argue was just as broken <laughs> on launch. Uh, CDPR has also gone as far as to release statements that if you cannot acquire a refund through your brick-and-mortar store, they supplied you with an email address that you can use to contact them with your proof of purchase, and CDPR will endeavor to give you a refund out of their own pocket. I've heard some stories that this is quite difficult to do. Oh, of course. I'm making it easy. I've also seen people who have got refunds out of it. So, you know, good luck. So, the launch of Cyberpunk has been disastrous, to say the least. PC release, however, doing pretty well, uh, considering it does still have bugs and its own issues, but they are nothing compared to what we have been facing on the PlayStation platform. Those playing on PlayStation 5 are having a slightly better time than those on the PlayStation 4 Pros. Uh, and the baseline PS4 Pros, considering the fact that this game was, you know, designed for those systems. Yeah. Mm. It's almost unplayable. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. In a statement earlier this week, we've had, uh, we will receive three major updates. We have three major updates to look forward to. The soonest hitting just before Christmas. I actually believe the patch went live yesterday as day of recording. Did. We yeah, have another one 19th, to... 19th. Yep. Time. Uh, we have another one to look forward to in January and one more in February. Now, personally, I've been playing this on PS5 and since the patch, I've yet to have a, a single hard crash. You've had hard crashes every like hour and a half. Every, I got as low as every half an hour the other night. And since then, I played four hours of it, haven't had a single crash. So I, I guess... Woo. Woo. Uh, baseline. Absolute baseline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a Bloomberg article penned by Jason Schreier yesterday at time of recording, uh, the article goes into how CDPR are facing hostile staff in the offices. Staff are asking questions of the board during internal video meetings that happened just prior to Sony pulling Cyberpunk from its store. Developers have asked blunt questions about the company's reputation, the game's unrealistic deadlines, and the relentless overtime in the months and years leading up to the game's December 10th release. One employee has asked the board why it stated in January that the game was, quote, complete and playable when that just wasn't true, to which the board answered that it would take full responsibility for that statement. Several current and former staff who worked on Cyberpunk 2077 have all said the same thing. Quote, the game's deadlines set by the board of directors were always unrealistic and it was clear to many of the developers that they needed more time. And the last little bit of news that came out this morning was uh, if your save file gets over 8 megabytes in size, it corrupts and cannot be recovered. So be careful, all those people uh, farming items to sell. 
because if you say fast too big it crashes they said that is going to be fixed but anything that's already crashed cannot be uncorrupted so good luck this game is fucked yeah how do you feel like owning the chair now so before we get into before we get into, <laughs> before we get into this part because this is going to take some time oh, it's a comfy as fuck chair so it doesn't matter yeah so you know like so for those that don't know Max bought the uh, the secret labs chair for his at home uh, for his at home that's right for his home and yeah like because you like you were pretty hyped on this game I still really like this game like I full disclosure I've been playing it on PC just to play it <laughs> it actually nearly blew up my computer my, I've got a I've got a mid-range computer with a 1070 in it and my computer's like <gasps> 4k ultra default yay yeah, and then my computer's like blew up i guess <laughs> it was like it sounded like ryan's ps4 pro so for those <laughs> good times yeah good times. that was fun all right that's just fun i'm gonna go let's go down b by point by point here uh yeah i can't have just been pulled from the storefront that's amazing that's like it's i believe that's happened before but not the refund it's, yeah things have gone up and then been pulled getting with trying to get a refund at a sony from their digital storefront is literally like pulling teeth. it is literally impossible and sony just recently had been pulled up by the ACCC for that exact reason because their understanding is like oh you opened the game like therefore you installed it and you turned it on ah well you've used it now we can't get a refund but like you can't know that it's broken unless you use it bam and that's how, they, and I, yeah, that's why they they're being pulled up by Triple C. I think they were fined like four million dollars or something mm. from recollection. Because like I tried really hard to get a refund for Anthem. Yeah. Because like I got blue screen after blue screen after blue screen, and they're like, "No, nah, man, they, you've played it. You've played it. It's gonna get patched. They they said they're gonna fix it. Like you just gotta wait." Mm. And on top of that as well. So the next thing's about these refunds, right? from what they've in that statement that they released it implied that they had an agreement with playstation they didn't know yeah they just threw them under the bus and speaking of playstation by the way they don't fucking get off scot-free here although like almost all these problems are entirely cdpr's fault unquestionably Mm. you cannot argue that there there is some fault at playstation here like certification is really not a whole lot it's to make it's to prevent any trademark infringements it's to ensure that the game doesn't crash and brick consoles which is doing anyway but the, the like from the from the statement in in an investors investors report it pretty much sounded as if playstation went look you will take your word that you're going to fix this before launch yeah and they went yeah so they gave him cert yeah even though they knew both microsoft as well knew the game was fucking hot mess right now and they still went we'll give you cert because we trust you yeah that is insane but yeah Microsoft did also pass on as well they went yeah sure that's fine we'll, we'll take your word for it yeah that's how I interpreted that and that's what was that was what they sort of were alluding to how is no like ev- everything right now is like why is no one addressing that that should be a concern like they can't sit here and be like certification the idea is to catch this shit yeah so why are they letting it through based on studio prestige that they don't have i mean what goes into certification though is this is there some guy sitting in a sony office playing the entire game to make sure it works no because if that's the case it obviously wouldn't pass certification because you can't turn it on hmm yeah, so they, they they a lot of it is they do test it and they give it a go and they run it through its paces or whatever. Yeah. But obviously, with a game like this, you can't see it all the way through. All the way through. Yeah. But it, there is something here. There are twenty testers that test each version for QA. 
So they get sent a copy and they run through it and give it a you know bit of a once over and see how it goes. Right? Obviously, they're not going to catch everything. It's physically impossible to catch everything. And especially when you're in a large open world game like this, it is near impossible. But like, there's, there's issues. It's literally impossible. But like, there's issues with the first quest where some NPCs just don't spawn That's in. That's my that, point. Like, that are required to progress that in that That is quest. exactly my point. So, in that means at the, at the queue, at that certification space, they turned to and said, this is fucked, presumably. Mm. And CDPR, yeah, we've been working on it. It's going to be a day one patch. Like, well, you fucking better hope there is. And then, and then they took their word for it. So in the last, so the, in the, the last 10 my, days, there's been five patches to Cyberpunk. Yeah, my no big point, it, but once again, it shouldn't have to, oh, because I, it should fucking launch correctly. I agree. I agree. My issue is that what is the point of certification if they just don't care? Yeah. But like, like Dash pointed out, they knew that the console versions were fucked, which is why no one got any for yeah. pre-release. No one got any to CDPR review. Every have, single review came out for PC. CDPR have intentionally lied. Lied and manipulated the information. This is not them being like, oh, we just, you know... They haven't gone out of their way. They explicitly, with all intent, intent and purpose went out of their way to avoid people seeing the console version. And like, this is the company that thought everyone was like, oh, they could do no wrong. They are as shitty as every other company. And on top of that as well, if any, any other company even remotely tried to pull this, try, even thought about doing it, they would be burnt the fuck down. And right now, all the internet is just full people like trying to suck still somehow some reason suck this studio's dick they're like oh they'll patch it by march it came out in december who gives a fuck what it's doing in march it should be working now this isn't an early access title where you're going to be updated over time it needs to work on its fucking day one and to make matters worse as as they talked about they were they were you know crunching in order for it to hit this date so they crunched the the, the staff crunched their ass off to deliver this a, I'd hate to see what it was if they didn't crunch. But two, what is all that stress for? That stress and work achieved nothing. Yeah. It's it's almost like they thought they were going to get a slightly bigger break before everyone realized that it was broken. Look, COVID may have done something. COVID is, has probably no, been but, an issue. But even, but, then, also, but even then, the game was due to release that. before COVID hit anyway. Exactly. So, like, what was the state of the game in February yeah. when it was due to release in, like, March or April? Yeah. And, and then on top of that as well, we're seeing those people being like, well, it's not meant to run on those... Con- it's seven-year-old tech. Then, motherfucker, they should not be selling it on that I'm, console. I mean, again, it was designed for that console, though. Yeah, it was. Now, like, it's granted- not designed as a, as a current-gen title. It was designed for the ps4 yeah that, that's their marketing their marketing was like it runs on ps4 and like, and like granted PC. you need like a brand new high-end pc to run it half yeah. decently on pc anyway yeah and like it's not it's not our fault as the consumer that they wanted to make some um fucking what's the game uh the one they used to like make uh uh, uh far crisis? Cry, crisis thank you a crisis benchmark game but even then, like, and that's the other misleading thing as well. And that's why this whole Metacritic thing is is just absolutely insane. So they gave the review copies. I mean, we, a lot of this we discussed last week, but it's still been shitting at me. They gave review copies to to the higher, like the big game, big guys. Makes sense, right? However, those big guys are the ones that have the beefiest gear. Yeah. 
and because in, in in any of the reviews no one disclosed what their key what their gear was the only, the only I, person I, I know that did was skill up because in here of you guys this is my pc this is what i'm running it on because you guys i feel obligated to tell I you i watched i think three separate reviews and the only person who said that said what their pc specs were were um a blessing from kind of funny yeah and he's like i have a super average pc i super don't know why they gave it to me yeah. <laughs> but like i must admit as 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 frustrating as frustrated as i am about this game when I actually do get to play it, I really enjoy it. Oh yeah, like, I super enjoy this game. My frustrations aren't at the, it, my I frustrations just, aren't at that. Yeah, my frustrations is on everything else because, like, as as I said, for me, I simply find it baffling that the that the that the gaming populace are still sucking the game, and I, that's the thing I don't understand. Whether it be because they they for some reason need to feel they need to validate the purchase to themselves. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I spent the money on it, therefore I'm going to defend it until it dies. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And the idea, I love, love hearing the staff are fighting back. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Because, that, you know, A, they're a public traded company. So all this has been sort of yeah, out I in think the open. I think their their stocks have dipped like 19%. Well, well, well I was like 20% on, on like launch day, which crazy, is insane. Yeah. And like, it's it's ridiculous and like there has to be because they've got the board right and the board are to blame because as buddy mentioned in the chat the board were just being greedy and they were like i understand that they they were in a difficult position right where they had because of the hype train that they built mm. it's just a shame that again so, so, spent- so, so, so they so the hype train that they built created this level of anticipation for this game now it's not the consumer's fault that they were unable to deliver on that promise so they were then put into a position where they were forced to push this game out because the backlash for delaying it again would have been insane but, however <laughs> the backlash for valid and like they shouldn't shouldn't have put it out i agree the the, the saddest part is these developers have been working on this title for like 10 years now yeah and you really don't get a second chance at a first impression. No. Like the only game that's come close to it in like that I can think of in recent history is um, that hot mess PlayStation game, uh, No Man's Sky. No oh, Man's, no Man's done, Sky. No Man's Sky has done really, really well. Yeah, because like, they put their head down and they fixed it. Yeah, but the big difference, and they also stopped talking about it. Yeah, for like but at the years. core of its game, it was it was it hasn't changed. Yeah, like to they this just, day, they just put in everything. They, they put said in was everything they be... said. That's the big difference, and yeah. it's the same argument about Fallout Seven, like about uh, Days Gone. Right, Days Gone. It was you know it, because it didn't have the hype, it got a lot of hate. Even though it came in, it it came out in a better performing state than this. Mm. Uh you know, uh, 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 Anthem, same boat. Like, Avengers, same boat. Avengers is a pretty subpar game. However, its framework was built. Mm. It just wasn't very good. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, the difference here is Cyberpunk is a game and that's it. It doesn't run. Like, yeah, although there's some cool moments in it and we're enjoying playing it, it is literally unplayable. With Avengers, it's, the game is playable, but it just fucking sucks. Yeah. Because, like, the loop is shit. But the game works. Like you boot it up and it plays. And there were moments where it would just like wig the shit out and like you get too. Yeah, for like stuff for and... like the last four times I've booted up, I cannot play multiplayer. Yeah. It just will not let me play multiplayer. It's because no one's online. 
It's trying to pair you, but it won't let I'm trying to play with friends. It's like, you don't have any friends. Yeah. And like Fallout 76 is in the same boat. That game was buggy. That game was shit. But the difference is that game was buggy and shit. And Bethesda was already a, already a whipping boy at that point. Right? So th- that's the big difference here. Now, has CDPR irreparably damaged their reputation? I fucking hope so. I, I think it depends on how long it takes them to get it up and running to where they wanted it to be. But, but Like, the po- there's no way that... I think what they're going to do is get it to the point where it can play on a PS4 hmm. and Pro. And I think they're going to focus most of their effort on getting it next-gen or current-gen now. But... And that sucks because because it was designed for the PS4 and, and like, it super sucks that that's going to be the way it is. But I think that their ambition got to them and i think they've not designed it our fault again i i agree but this is how it is and this is just what's happened yeah and it's one of those things like granted they are doing somewhat of the right things to get it ready they're like they have a roadmap in mind of what they, of what they want to deliver and how they want to fix it but if the, if it took them nine years to get to this point who who is naive enough to think that the next three patches will fix it mm. that is not physically possible you know what I mean? It's like if, if there's been all these hurdles, all these problems, and they can't get it after after a near decade, what makes them think three months will fix it? But on top of that, the ga- gamers are forgetful. They are the worst. So they'll forget. And then a couple of years, and they'll be like, oh man, remember Cyberpunk and how it, you know, how it plays really well? And they're like, what are you on about? Because they'll forget something new will come out and they'll just completely forget. Man, I can't wait till Anthem re-releases. <laughs> yeah, Anthem's in the same boat. Was, like I really enjoyed my time with Anthem, but again, it was just you couldn't play it most of the time. Mm. It's frustrating. I have a lot. I have a lot of anger towards. I, mean, I think a, a lot of it is anger. A lot of it is like vil, uh, is vindication because I said for the longest time I've been on that. I wish they had just delayed it. Again. Yeah, I've been on that stance of CDPR aren't the company everyone thinks they are. Like I've, you know, I see all the memes saying, you know, uh, the, the the back and forth like release it, but it's not ready. Just release it. Fine, we'll release it. Why'd you release it? It's not finished. Yeah. And but once again, that is also their yeah. fault. Yeah. So, because we're, 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 this is our last episode of the year, we're having a break, so I've got to get all this out. Because I guarantee more is going to come back. If it's Jews, I'm here for a release. Oh, we're getting, we're getting yelled at for getting the list. But yeah, they've delayed all their DCs, uh, DLCs Yeah, they, they've, they've said that the DLC will not be worked on until they fix the game. All right, well, we'll before we go in there, Puck has a tinfoil hat theory in the chat here on Twitch. Uh, my uh, my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory about Cyberpunk is that the bugs are superior in t- intentional because the true ending of the game after DLCs is us waking up from a bad VR dream. Uh, man, if they put that in the game, they're like, oh man, you know, like it's weird, your chip's swinging out this whole time. But like when when you have when you can stand there and look at an empty street, turn around and then go back and it's suddenly full of fucking. People. Yeah, I love the I love the reverse. There's just people everywhere and you shoot one bullet and then you quickly go spin spin. Everyone's gone. Game's fucked. They've all they've all run away. Proper fuck. All right, a game that's not so fucked, even though I didn't enjoy it. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima, the latest update has added matchmaking to its high-end content. The developer writes, quote, in order to address this feedback, we're adding the new fill party options, which will offer the ability to set specific parameters when you're attempting to find other players. This new tool helps you fill your party for gold and nightmare survival missions, nightmare story missions, and yes, all three chapters of the tale of, of I- Io? 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 
Yeah. IO Raid. They also continue, using these full party options, you alone, uh, alone or with one to two members in your party can search for players to complete your party of four based on your goals. This essentially means that the raid now has optional matchmaking. Mad. Which is a big thumbs up. However, Sucker Punch does warn that using this method may mean that it takes longer to find suitable allies. Makes sense. Once you add additional criteria, it's going to be a problem. Uh, that's my spot. Uh, that's because other players will have to match your exact specifications. Also added to the Legends multiplayer for a limited time is armor sets inspired by God of War, Shadow of the Colossus, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Bloodborne. Uh, you can unlock each set by completing any story or survival mission with the corresponding character class. So I think Horizons for the uh, the Archer, God of War for the Samurai, I believe Bloodborne's for the the Healy guy. And the last ones for Shadow Forces. Mad. They look kind of cool. Because you don't, been, you don't, probably... I don't think it's going to take me back. I did the raid once with my with my group. We did it once. We decided that was way too difficult to bother trying to do it again. <laughs> we like, we, we're like, we got our clear. It doesn't matter. It's all good. We kind of wrapped it up. Nice. Because I don't think they're going to add any more content to it. So it was a nice little package. Kept me busy for about three weeks. Really, really good fun. Enjoyed it way more than when I did the single player. Yep. It actually almost got me back into playing the single player because I just enjoyed playing that game so much in the multiplayer setting. But uh, it didn't help me for very long. Yeah. Well, we'll come on to because right now we're battling the problem of like oh uh, space on our PlayStation. So we're all kind of like, mm, can I go back to that? Because mm. like right now I'm like, I want to go back to Days Gone. Like I want to finish it. I want to get the plat. I, I, re- it, I, re- the plat. I installed Days Gone and then went, this is not for me. Well, you I, pl- played I, play- it. I played it for like three, four hours and was like, this is way too slow to start for me. Oh. This is coming from a guy who plays Persona. That's a good point. <laughs> Sackboy Run. In the latest update, online multiplayer is now live. If you play in a- if you play in co-op, then you'll bring all of your Dreamer orbs back with you while there will be while there is cross-play across PS5 and PS4, so you don't all need to be on the same system. And even more importantly, you can now transfer your save progress from the last-gen version to the current-gen Which version. is mad, because I've been playing it, and I know uh, Buddy, friend of the show, he's in the, he was in the chat before, he's been playing as well. He's got the plat, and there's multiplayer troves. I can be like, hey, buddy, let's play together. So all those people who were lucky enough to get PS5 for Christmas, you'll be able to upgrade your saves. Mad. Uh, so one thing, one thing before we jump into the next part, uh, Sean goes, "How about all the female characters having to be eye candy? That can be a hundred percent explained in cyberpunk lore. Because uh, if you look at cyberpunk as a larger genre, when you're in a world where you can be constantly augmented and updated and added to, that strive for for perfection is a hundred percent there. So when you are younger, when you're in your teen years, you are not, you know, you're you're, you're younger. You're not getting your ears pierced. You're getting cybernetic implants." And that, so the world itself is designed for everyone to be of a particular level of attractiveness. Um, that, yeah, it's kind of in the background, but it's already there. <gasps> you traded, oh, buddy already traded sack boy. <laughs> That's fine. I was playing myself. <sighs> but yeah, no, like if you, if you, it, it's, it's not explained in, cause it's kind of a deep lorey stuff. I've been reading the, um, uh, the, the TRPG. Book, yeah. And I've been getting a bit more background info about it. I played the TRPG for Subpunk. What do you think? Really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, because apparently, if I if I was to play it like I'm playing Cyberpunk in the game, I'd be dead in like an hour. Yeah. I'd be the game would just shit the bed. But um, yeah. Uh, problem is it seems Cyberpunk says, buddy, it looks to just use it and exploit it, then actually having commentary on it. Bam. And that that's a big thing about it in general. That comes to whether it's trans representation or it's gender fluidity representation, sexuality representation, whether it be just the sort of the world itself. There, there's these things in there that 
should or could be addressed, but they didn't, or they said that they could. Like the whole, it's a it's a problem that a lot of developers run into when they try and adapt a tabletop RPG into a game. It's why all the Dungeons yeah. and Dragons games suck. Yeah, but, but because but they cannot capture not just building those systems in, but even it's, it's hard to capture the world that they come from when there's more, especially when it um, using D and D for reference. There's so many core books mm. or law books for it it's really hard to condense that down into a 20 hour very true but in terms of of the of the gender fluidity of mm. the title then don't have it as male and female have it as option one and option two yeah have you ch- be able to choose your pronouns be able to like to choose the because like, right now you can create your character to ha- look how you want which is cool you can pick the the voice that they have but but the pronouns as are connected to the voice which is like I know it's it's one extra step. It's not that hard. It's one extra step. So I w- if I want to make a female uh, a a character that looks uh, what everyone would consider to be female, but I want them to to have a masculine sounding voice, but they want them to to have a, a gender gender neutral pronouns. That can't be done. Yeah. Because I've chosen a male voice, I will only be referred to as a male in that game. Yeah. Minor thing. It seems like this is the importance of pronouns. Like I, I remember when this whole sort of started coming to a thing. I remember having a discussion. People were like, "Why is it important? You just tell me what you want, and then I'll call you whatever you want." But it's mm. the idea of that, like that respect. It's just, it's a, it's just a respecting. It's like an understanding. Yeah. You know. So it's like, so it's like if I meet someone and I'm like, "Hey, dude," like I'm sorry, I, rep- I, you know, I, I, I'm actually female. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry," and then you change and then you correct yourself. Yeah. And then because that's what makes it, that's what makes the world better for them. <laughs> Yeah, of you know, it's just the thing. The, the literal bare minimum. Yeah, and that is, and and that's exactly what like they've done here. What they could have done, bare minimum, but they fucked it. Yeah. Next up, speaking of bare minimum, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And when Assassin's Creed Odyssey was released, Ubi got slammed for its XP boost, where you could purchase you buy real money to just pump up the game to make it a bit faster. Yeah, I think I essentially gave, gave you a fifty percent bonus XP on everything. Yeah, on everything. When Valhalla launched about a month ago, it had no such purchasables. However, after update 1.010 comes those exact items. As the name suggests, these save-wide purchases permanently boost all of your experience gains by 50%, effectively eliminating 50% of the game's grind, quote-unquote. The XP boost costs 1,000 Helix credits, which translates to about 10 bucks US. This, this is seen as rather an underhanded addition, as this is how uh, this has now missed the review window completely and has been introduced right before the Christmas season, which is the exact same issue that I had with uh, 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 Crash Team Racing. Because once the reviews are up, they're all, everyone, in the reviews, it's like, hey, there's no microtransactions. This game's fucking mad. After that window, they start putting them in. Dirty. Dirty. Uh, Ubisoft has sent the following statement to Game Informer. Quote, As more and more post-launch content becomes available, we want to give the option to players to to advance their progression. Utilities allow players who lack the uh, time to fully explore the world of Assassin's Creed Valhalla to be able to acquire the game's best gear, as well as other items. By accelerating their progress, for instance, these players can purchase maps that uncover some interesting locations uh, in the world, but would still have to visit and play them to get their rewards. 
The other addition to the new patch is adaptive trigger support for the dual sense for the PS5. Uh, it's basically what you'd expect. R2 tightens as Ivor pulls the bowstring back, and it was a noticeable point of resistance. It also feels different depending on the type of bow that you are using, hunter, light, or predator. Light bows, for example, fire off extremely easily compared to the longer draw of a hunter bow based on the pressure that you have applied to the trigger. So Sorry. Um, so it's interesting because obviously since uh, Origins... Assassin's Creed has become very almost RPG adjacent. It's become exactly that. And the worlds are getting bigger and bigger. And because uh, of the way the game is structured, there is essentially a million side quests and this the store core the the core story, I can't speak. Some people just want to experience that story. And it was almost impossible to do without that. Uh, XP boost. Yeah, because they were they would intentionally block off area like gate uh, level gate areas. Because you wouldn't you wouldn't gain enough levels from just doing the the MSQ to to progress. You'd have to go and grind out side mm. missions. And some people don't want to do that. Some people don't have the time to go and play side missions. They just want to experience the core story of the game. So on top of that as well. So what makes matters worse here is it's the artificial lengthening of titles. Same thing was was seen in Odyssey, where like they've intentionally added this plump so they can claim they're out the game. Yeah, it means like a hundred and something hours, which is not a good thing, might I add, at least especially at least to me specifically. Um, where you know where where Assassin's Creed Valhalla is still in that same length. It's like sixty something hours. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Like, why can't we just have good 20, 30 hour game? Fuck, come on. Fuck. <laughs> and you know, and but you know, you can finish the main campaign in a reasonable time, but then in order to do anything or everything, you've got to really fucking yeah. go ham on it. And that's a bit bullshit, just personally. And adaptive triggers, like, oh, we can do bows now. So once again, bare minimum. I mean, that's what everyone assumed that the adaptive triggers were going to use. Well, yeah, it's literally bows. the exact example they gave us every time. It's like, oh, you're going to feel it in the bowstring when you pull that, pull back that bow. Like, I do wonder whether it's got the rumble as you sort of run through thing, you know, run through mud or grass, whatever. Like, but I haven't, I haven't played it in a little while, so I'm not too sure. Like, I really enjoyed the game when we we're playing it, um, and I've gone back a couple times since, and I'm still kind of enjoying it. It's probably going to be my Christmas break game. Yeah, but I'm never going to finish it. Not fucking going to happen. Quick bits. The Last of Us 2 has netted the PlayStation 4 Game of the Year in the community voted PlayStation blog poll, and this year we saw 2.5 million votes cast in total. Damn. So, uh, the fans have spoken. Last of Us Part 2 Game of the Year. Death Stranding has added cyberpunk-themed DLC, but only on the PC version. You get, like, a fancy bike and some... You get a samurai jacket and stuff like that. Hopefully it comes to playstation it's weird that it's only for the pc i'll pull the game but they'll uh, really put that time uh, and according to the creator jeff Keighley, viewership was up an impressive 83 percent year over year for his game awards uh, but the most impressive uh number that he saw was the 8.3 million concurrent viewers damn for the game awards they everyone wanted to see those world premiere yeah no one wants trailers. to see about the, no one wants to see the <laughs> but yeah 8.3 concurrent and then you watch that shit plummet. <laughs> like it's, it's every every twenty minutes when a new trailer shows, it just like whoop. bombs back up, and then it goes. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, even though I quite like. Don't get me wrong. Like eight point three million is a pretty impressive number. Yeah, for certainly a, for, for like a YouTube for a series of streams. But like, is that eight point three on YouTube, or is that eight point three on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook? And like, if they added it all together, I think they added all the streams concurrently. You know, because it's one of those things. Once people started seeing the Last of Us was just cleaning up, they got. 
Like the second Abby one, that <laughs> I, the Laura Bailey one for Abby, I guarantee you that plummets about two million. Yeah. Personally, like I once again, I, I think she totally, totally deserved the role, and I think 100%, I, I think she deserved, she deserved it. it. I I like that they win it, that she won because it's kind of a fuck yeah, fuck you to all them peoples, and I like that too. Uh oh, hang on. Where, where'd you one. hide? Where'd you hide the? There you go. Hey, here's the top ten best selling games for the week ending on the thirteenth of December on your PlayStation Four because they still weren't released PS Five list for some reason. Because there's 10 games. So they're all in it. Yeah, that's a good point. Number 10, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 9, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Number 8, The Last of Us Part 2. Number 7, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Back in there after the probably the heist. Get everyone got going a little bit. Well, it wasn't in there last week. Yeah, that was first. It was crazy. Uh, number 6, NBA 2K21. Number 5, FIFA 21. Number 4, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 3, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number 2, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And number 1, and this week alone, number 1 is Cyberpunk 2070. Seven, you'll close that bad boy down for me. Yeah. Thank you very much. Also, to add to the quick bits, see, uh, season one of, has started for Call of Duty Cold War. So there's updates to like everything. Love it. Warzone, 2v2 maps, raids back in it from Black Ops 2. I It actually made me re-download the multiplayer and then I realized that I didn't really have the space for it. So yeah, probably, I, had to, I had to take it off. It's today. probably getting deleted again very soon. Yeah, my, mine's over there in the box. I'm ready to... I think I might go trade it in. Alrighty. So before we get into our Game of the Year lists, uh, one thing that we did at the start of this year, Max, was our fantasy draft. This way, where Max and I picked eight games each uh, from a short list provided to us by the community over on Facebook, uh, and then we that was the that was the pool. Then we gave it a go. This is what we got. So we just said we each picked eight. We, we using the we, me- we picked one each and then the rest were picked from the community yeah uh, then on top of that we were using the Metacritic scores uh, now I we I went to back through today so it's the scores as of today okay so as of today the 20th of December so not from day one because I think there's a lot been a good good amount of time that sucks I think I lost points of Persona 5 Royal then yeah I think you totally did <laughs> alright so here is my uh, 10 for uh, sorry my 8 from my draft pick it was The Last of Us Part 2. It had a score of 93. Doom Eternal with a score of 87. Resident Evil 3 Remake with a score of 79. Marvel's Avengers with a score of 67. MLB The Show with 83. Little, Little Nightmares 2 with a nothing because it didn't come out this year. It's coming out in Feb. Predator Hunting Grounds with my lowest score of 56. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and then Dreams with 89, which that's gone down as well. That was in the 90s, at the, I think, at time of release. Yeah. All right, so that totals me at 554. And we divide that by eight because Little Nightmares was on the list. I'm averaging 69.25. I'm so not betting that. Here is Max. Max's first pick was Cyberpunk 2077. It currently has a Metacritic rating of 55. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, with a score of 87. It's gone down. Yeah, it's gone down. Watch Dogs Legion with 70. That's not bad. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima with an 83. Persona 5 The Royal with a 95. Oh, yeah. Iron Man VR with a 73. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot with a 73. And uh, Vampire the Masquerade is not coming out this year. Or next year, probably. So it got scratched. So your spread is a lot more uh, around the same area yeah. as mine. 
uh, sorry, compared to mine, which mine was a little bit more, bit more shaky. But you uh, fight finished off with a total of five thirty six, so that's less than my five fifty four, but with an average of sixty seven. That's not bad. So on Cyber, average, Cyberpunk let me down hard, man. Yeah, Cyberpunk really fucked. Can me. we use the PC ones no. for like ninety? <laughs> no, no, we can't. So it worked out pretty much way close than I anticipated. Yeah, damn, Cyberpunk really. But it also down. makes sense so that like ways. seven is the average score for games because we got six. I got six six point nine essentially, and you got six seven. Yeah, and I'm in VR. Oh, terrible. Yeah, we shouldn't have gone through that pool. All right, now we're going to get into our main section here. This is where we talk about our games of the year. We have created four categories. Uh, one being uh, game of the year, of course, mm-hmm. followed by best independent, then the worst of the year, then our uh, best game of not this year. Also, I got 69. Nice. Good point. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's get this out of the way. Let's, let's go game of not this year. All okay. right. So my my three mm-hmm. are Control, Horizon. Oh, you, did you only play Control for the first time and this year? Death Stranding. I all I replayed all of them this year. Oh, you replayed them? Yeah. Okay. Replayed all of them this year. Oh, in that case, I'm gonna add some more to my list thing. So I went with the games I played for the first time this year. I played one new game this year that wasn't of this year, what and was? it's definitely not getting on my list. What was it? Days gone. <laughs> <laughs> So look, that category when we first started these awards, like our version of the awards, like three years ago, that yeah. category was in there because Josh only played, only old, games. played old games. So he's like, I, I didn't play any enough new games. You did. I'm like, that's a good point. So so we might have to scrap the category because my list is one. Yeah, well, my my my, Who wins my that winner list? is Death Stranding because it's still a fantastic game, and it's on PC now. And it's on PC now. <laughs> uh, my game of not this year, I so I because let me have a quick look at my total list. So. For this year alone, I completed 24 different games. Uh, sorry, I completed 24 games, but I played ob- about 55 in total. Not all of them were of this year. Uh, a lot of them, so example, Resident Evil 2 Remake, I went and did its second run, mm-hmm. and that's brilliant. I guess I could put that in the list because I, I had done the second run. Um, then like Doom 2016, I finally played to completion. Uh, I played Strange Brigade, which was super odd. Um you know, super hot. I went back to Ratchet and Clank. I, I oh, ran through again. Um, but for me, you know, I could, I, if I could, I'd put Resident Evil 2 Remake Second mm-hmm. Run on the list as my and possibly as my winner. However, because I played it from start to back this year, it is the Spider-Man uh, the City That Never Sleeps DLC. Okay, you picked a DLC. Yeah, because I, I, there's no full game that really won me over. Like I, I mean, could, it was, it was a great DLC. Like I could put Resident Evil Seven because I re I did replay it this year mm-hmm. and I, it's still fantastic. Should, but I was really what I going for was the category. Yeah, that's right. Games that I had played this year that wasn't of this year. Yeah, no. Well, we can do because well, I went I went back to Horizon on on the PS4. Oh, I so probably should have stipulated so that, good. but that's that's perfectly fine. Worst games of this year. Oh, I'll let what are you, your nominees? I'll let, I'll let you go first. I, I so my know. nominees, I uh, I put <clears throat> Marvel's The Avengers. I've got it. Uh, mostly, not not because the game itself wasn't really shit. It's the lack of potential. Mm-hmm. Like So the game is like... The squandered license. Squandered, the squandered potential. The Avengers, the whole Marvel property is is and could and should be massive mm-hmm. you have a litany of characters and villains and you could do so 
so much with it. But instead, you're just fighting the same robots in repeat, in short instances. And like, there is nothing in terms of the long-term multiplayer that is remotely interesting. The, the main campaign is kind of cool if it wasn't being phoned in by all the by all the voice actors. Aside from Kamala Khan, who I found interesting, there's nothing bringing me forward. Like, I didn't finish it because I was like, ugh. Because even in the campaign, like, although there is a story and it's, and some there are moments of, of really awesome, like, the, like that opening <clears throat> Avengers Day cinematic thingy with Kamala when you're, like, there's a lot of humanity in that because mm. she, you're seeing the Avengers from a fan in this world and that's amazing. It's like, because, like, in the idea of them being larger than life is, you know, in our world, people are fans of superheroes, but because of their, of obviously they're in comics and movies, but the idea of them physically being in person and capturing yeah. that awe and mystery and wonder, that opening cinematic was brilliant. And then the game just kind of sucked ass from then on. Uh, next up was WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Uh, with no mainline 2K uh, wrestling game this year, mostly because Ukes has since left and gone off to make AEW's wrestling game, uh, WWE did, were, uh, were, at, were pretty much not going to have a release. However, uh, earlier in the year, they were like, no, no, we're going to bring out WWE 2K Battlegrounds. It's a cartoonishly looking, uh, uh, very similar to like, you know, uh, All-Stars back in the day. It's a more arcadey fighter rather mm-hmm. than the simulation one that they released before at the time I'm like this looks like ass and then just before release i randomly got excited about it again for some reason probably because i just know there was a game coming played it bum hole is really not very it's really really not very good and there's a couple of reasons for that a it's repetitive uh and there is nothing about it like there is no free flow choice. There is no nuance to its control. There is no <laughs> nuance to its controls. So the idea is you you jump into the match and then it'll be like, if you want points, you have to do the following and it'll tell you what to do. So it's essentially like having a bug in your ear and going, do this, do that, do this, pile drive them, pick them up. Kind of like the Rattle in your ear one. No, no, no. Once you're in the ring, you do what you want. But like, if you're a commentator, you're going to have someone yelling in your ear hole. But like, it doesn't have that, the, the, the ability to or you can go in there and be like all right you're you're, you've thrown me out of the ring i'm gonna get back back in the ring that is that it's just and you can just spam it like my son can play and can win he's four Mm. like grant it's it's a great game for him to start like uh, meeting wrestlers and like seeing them and going okay i now know who the big show is i now know who akira tozawa is you're like i know who finn balor is so like for him he can start to see that which is great because when i watch a lot of wrestling here and he enjoys watching it with me you know is is it's cool for that reason right like we get to share something and he's starting to understand it which makes it even better whether he likes it or not like it's up to him but it's something that we can share um but on top of that the game is completely built on a paid loot system yep like every character aside from the main like you can unlock them through the campaign if you don't if you want to just punch it off in the dick for a couple of hours but even then all the ones that you want are all paid whether it be in-game currency and but once again the discrepancy between the in-game currency and the purchasable currency is staggering it's absolutely staggering and with 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 wwe having the biggest roster it's ever had 
there is it's near impossible to buy to not yeah. spend a thousand dollars like thousands of dollar dues on there it's it's bullshit and it's kind of ugly because all the characters look the same all their entrances are the same there is only a handful that have mildly unique entrances but everyone else just looks the same plays the same it's bullshit game sucks asshole uh and finally just for the memes uh cyberpunk uh so my three are avengers cyberpunk and fast and the furious did you play fast and furious i did for about 20 minutes oh my god i didn't even know if you actually <laughs> played it Ooh, it was terrible why did but, you, why did but, you buy it but the winner or loser in this category i guess is currently cyberpunk and it really hurts me to say that and as much as i'm loving playing that game when i get to play it the, the game is honestly so broken and you really should wait to play it don't sully yourself like i did and buy the chair no the chair's great the, hype. the chair is great and very comfortable very comfortable <laughs> makes playing the game a lot less <laughs> yeah so i i my 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 worst game is 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 cyberpunk and as much as i'm enjoying playing it it, it, it is really hard to play it yeah i have a like for me like the game is fundamentally broken and much like you said like avengers has its problems but for the most part you can play it from start to finish through yeah you cannot do that at the moment with cyberpunk yeah, yeah. like i I feel it's like low-hanging fruit to take on Cyberpunk here, even though it's it's kind of deserves it. Like it is, it is. But I think there's also a recency bias to that as well. Uh, so like I would, I, I think I'm, I think Let, I'm like, okay. Put, look, up until 20 minutes ago, I was going to say I was Avenger, but it, it is honestly Cyberpunk. <laughs> it is honestly oh, Cyberpunk. There you go. Well, cannot, they're, not, they're not so bad. I cannot. Because um, yeah. like having la- last year, my my worst game being uh, WB2K20 was a fucking hot mess. I can't even remember what I had for worst game last year. Let's see if it's on my list. You still have the list, don't you? I still do. That's not that is not a category that we did last year. Should be. Oh, I think I we removed not, it to I not. Do, I do not have it written down. Oh, uh, I think I just may have picked it to make just clear the worst game because bum. <laughs> um, look, the the real answer I guess is Cyberpunk, but I'm I'm gonna pick 2K. That'd be weird. Yeah. Indies, indies, my best independence. Uh, now there is an independent missing here. Because it's in the top, it's in my game of the year, so I took it away. Uh, number one was uh, moving out from SMG. I also have that on my list. Moving out is dope. It is fantastic. It is a game that I used. To, I played heaps with my wife this year. Yeah. So like, like earlier in the year before <laughs> COVID really kicked the kicked the shit in the gear, uh, Paul and I actually I maybe in the back in the last year, Paul and I went to the studio in Melbourne and we played it. And when I was playing, I'm like, this is going to be mad because like it had that same energy of uh of overcooked mm-hmm. mixed with uh, you know the idea of like working together to lift and move things i mean i just had fun yeeting shit out of windows yeah like i just threw things out of windows and then like one of the missions that we play which i think is in the main game because there were some that we didn't where you just have to try to dispose of a giant giraffe we did this weird arcade one where we got sucked into an arcade machine and we had to throw shit off the side of an airplane into moving trucks yeah. that was so much fun yeah there was one where it was like, and yeah. the, and the giraffes were like impossible to throw because they got like their necks are just like this, and you're trying to hold onto the head and the body. And because there's a weight disparity between the head and the, and the <laughs> yeah. neck, so it's like really easy to move the front half, but the back half is like such a good game. Game's mad, absolutely mad, and we've been able to use it at work as well, which is another big plus for me. So so far, SMG have been able to deliver two games that I can use as my day job, as using games as a, as a as a teaching tool and as a therapy. So shout out to SMG for once again just continuing to be fucking awesome. Um, they're fantastic uh, on that list as well I did have Two Point Hospital 
because I played that and I laughed my ass off playing that game just because all the the silly uh, silly disease, uh, names. Uh, disease names they come up with and it kind of hit this nice little sim management part mm-hmm. of my brain where I really liked building the hospital and making it as efficient as possible or at least getting three stars and fucking off um, I spent a lot of time with that in the middle part of the year and then I came back to it again a little bit later when I was sort of sitting on the couch like oh yeah two and I like I end up remote playing it to my phone I was just playing it in bed and Two Point Hospital was fantastic uh, and my final one uh, was Skater XL because uh-huh. Skater XL kind of channeled all of the fun of skate but added some complexities to it which were well well loved and like once you sort of teach yourself that hurdle uh, of control it makes the game so much fun and the only thing that I, the game I felt was missing was a lack of direction in terms of lack of like a campaign or a story or something mm-hmm. like that however the game uh, wasn't it's about very much that. just a free skate it's a free skate so like as someone that was from you know a skater way back like you would go to a place and you would scout it as a spot right you'd be like well how how could like even though i didn't have the skill to do it at the time still don't you'd be like well if if i could how would you tackle this set of stairs how would you tackle this box you know like this thing and the game did that so i'd boot it up and i boot up quite frequently it's just my game that like i sort of get me into the gaming mood i boot it up and i go all right cool let's we're in we're in the uh we're the mega ramp i'm like all right well there's the big rail i want to see whether i can 360 flip on it to a nose grind to like indie grab off it and then i'm like cool let's add some variant to it and then i'm just adding slight little changes to it and it's fun to really hone and practice those skills uh in the game as as i go and then now there's i believe there's new maps and levels coming through which is fantastic um and yeah as dash says in the chat the game did sort of get lost once tony hawk returned but it was interesting playing tony hawk the whole time i'm thinking I'm like yeah but because like i transitioned to skate long before tony hawk died um game not him um but for me i I liked the the creative freedom of this a little bit better yep for my indies i have moving out similar to you i have a game on my list that i'm surprised is not in yours unless it's the hidden one in your game of the year list i have cook serve delicious three oh no it's not in my game of the year list and the last one, I have Spelunky 2. Oh, Spelunky. Spelunky 2 is so good. Shout oh out to you putting Cook Serve Delicious on there. I played friend. it for like an hour and it was actually kind of cool. It's awesome. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Um, but my my winner is Spelunky 2. Very narrowly beating out move, moving out. Like very narrowly beating moving out. So what is it about Spelunky 2? Uh, it's just... It's chaotic nature to a degree. And it's... It's, it's hard to explain. It's just... It's, I've been having so much fun with it. It's 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 one of those games that keeps bringing me back. Yeah, so the original Splunky, I remember getting on PS Plus once, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then the second one, I was like, oh, should we check it they out? They just jacked everything up. Is it on consoles? Yeah. it's on, Yeah. Because the other one I want to play is... a couple of weeks ago. Oh, man. The other one I want to play is Rogue Legacy 2, but it's only on PC right now. It's also in early, early, yeah, early that. access. Yeah, that's not playing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. super early access. Uh, but yeah, so for me, I should probably say the winner for me was moving out. Yeah, it's uh, so close moving out. Like, yeah, so shout, yeah, so to <laughs> why cook serve? Okay, these were almost all of the indie games I actually played this year. Oh, okay, it makes more except sense. for Two Point Hospital, which I played on PC, so I didn't feel like it. I should put it in my list. Yeah, then they put Death Stranding on this list. Yeah, but I also play that on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, big boy. 
Here we go. We're going to go one for one. One for one. So I've only got... Th- you, how many did you pick? Five, because you told me five. I did tell you five. Hang you on. said five for the big one and three oh, well, that, for the Oh, actually, that's, that's helpful then. That means I can, I can add some more games to it that I really, really enjoyed. All right, you go first then. All right, my number one, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually, I'll put that on my list too then. Okay, because that, that game yeah. is fantastic. I'm almost finished. It's so good. It for, for about two weeks after we got it, I could not put it down. Mm. That game's humor and the way it pushes its for uh, pushes its narrative uh, between the the conversations between uh, Prometheus and Zeus are just absolutely fantastic to the point where it changes the game world depending on how they're narrating for you. Yeah, I love that. And it's just it's so whimsical and colorful and it's it, it, everything's so good about it. Mm. It the even the daunt uh, the 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 open world is so daunting. Uh, to begin with because there's just so many collectibles to pick up but like it's they it, they never feel like a chore to go and get mm. like, the game is right yeah so I the reason I'm like and like so, sorry to cut you off really, right. but uh, with the, such a massive open world they really go we, we get that the world's massive here's wings here's how you can traverse super quickly so it's on the issue yeah you can get on a horse you can do this you can you can fly you can do this you're good don't stress and they give it to you straight away so you don't have to dick around so when I made this when I made this list early this morning (laughs) I I also did mine this afternoon I looked at and and like Immortals I was like ooh okay no I can't put it in my top three I'll push it to the side and that's why when you're like oh yeah yeah, fuck you of course because like it would it is in my top five but because my because I was an idiot and I didn't take my own fucking information it's about the top five I just I left it there but yeah no for me I I loved how when when it sets up as you said there's like it just gives you everything right off the bat but not in like a hi here's everything it's like it, it gave it enough be like here's everything you need here, here's the wings here's your speed here's your heavy attack here's your light attack here's your bow here's everything that you will need and we, you probably won't need you just upgrade shit from here on and you just kind of wander on through you know enjoy it have fun with it uh buddy immortals is way sh- uh is way shorter than assassin's creed Valhalla. yeah like stacks <laughs> like stacks shorter if you if you've got like a week to play both of them play immortals first i think i think it, you can cap out at about 25 ish hours i think yeah like i certainly I'm at, I'm at 22 hours and i'm like right at the end oh i'm at like 15 so I'm, i haven't played a lot james i've been playing with my i've been playing with my kid actually because the he loves loves the fact when you beat an enemy they just go fucking sky high <laughs> so he will just he will tell me to do like i've not progressed in the story because we're just fighting things yeah he's like over there so we fight a bear and then as i hit the bear he's like see ya and it gets rocketed off the screen <laughs> so we, i think we'll find some on the side stuff there um so yeah so i'll put that as my number five mm-hmm. as well or in my top five uh next up would be mafia one definitive edition Ooh. i remember feeling really positive about that game when i played it i left and i was like because like I said, the, 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 it was removing all the the extra world bullshit made this game so straightforward, coherent, and great. I cared about all those characters. Mm-hmm. So how they went throughout the game, I was instantly transfixed. And when like watching them path and see where they grow and see where your where your, where your character will grow, and and then at the end, I'm like credits, and I felt satisfied, and like. Because you know, with many games, you don't feel satisfied at the end. Where here, I'm like, yeah, 
And because it plays fucking stacks better than Mafia 2. I should put that on my worst games of this year because that game was yeah, bumhole. And so I forgot about it right now. I literally forgot that game come out. <laughs> um, next up on my list is The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, okay. Nice. Very nice. These, these are in no... no. Yeah, mine's... Not, so in no particular order, no, mine's no, my no particular Last of Us is in here as well. It's it's on everyone's list. Yeah, but, it's, it, but it honestly deserves to be. It is in my deservedly top five so. List. So the game is deservedly on list for a number of reasons. A, it is a technical feat. The game is visually impressive. There are moments where you think you're looking at fucking real people, uh, and that part I truly love. Uh, on top of that, as well, many people shit on it for its narrative, and I think some of those burns are totally valid um because the there are narrative decisions here that are very weird i still stand by my i would have loved this game way more if, played if, if i first. played abby first yep. like if everything was exactly the same but i got to play abby first yeah but i think that also changes the narrative. It totally does it completely changes what they're trying totally to do because what, what this game is trying to because you won't know why what her story is until you play yeah, Alex. and it completely changed the narrative because what they're trying, what they are trying to do, is they're trying to get you to feel empathy. What they needed which, to do is make it two player, so someone plays Ali at the same time as you play Abby. Ali. Yeah. So if you want to hear a lot, of like my sort of, I add a bit more in depth chat to it in uh, Buddy uh, Buddy Watson's show, Radio Watson. Uh, we were on there doing our games of generation. It did make my game of the generation list. I dived hard into that game about why it's why it's really really good and for me one of yeah one of those things is is that try, uh, trying to do something different whether it's successful on it it's very different but it tried to do something different and it tried to make you feel something yeah and like it wanted your visceral anger and it achieved it it wanted you to but like with that visceral anger it also wanted you to try to do to empathize and understand it think about someone that isn't you and understand that that in the real world or in the world in general there are nuances there is grays it's not everything is black and white and the world we are surrounded in by now is littered in black and white and sorry everyone believes it's black and white but the world itself is gray it's forever gray everything is fucking gray and but, you know, because gamers are built up on games where there's always a good guy and a bad guy, or we're built up on anime, and anime always is a good guy and a bad guy. Wrestling always is a good guy and a bad guy. And that's not how the world works. Uh, and on top of that as well, yeah, like, it, it, I really enjoyed playing it. It was fucking way too long. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but everything about it was brilliant. There's these, these extra little things they've put in there. Um, the game is absolutely remarkable. I'm assuming it's on your list too? Yeah, it's, it's in my list, yeah, for sure. Uh, my number three. Uh, so wait, one, no, this is my number. Not 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 particular order, but my, my third pick in mm-hmm. my nominations. Yes, would be uh, Saguna of Rice and Ruin. <laughs> I said it. I said it at the start of the when, when we reviewed it with Padge. I said that I would. It's a game of the year contender because it fucking is. Game's awesome. My list. I did not play it enough. Yeah. So that's why it didn't appear in my best independent list because it would have won that one, and then it felt weird putting it in the game of the year list as well. We ain't the fucking game awards, all right? Like you, you balance that shit out. Uh, so yeah, it's it's as we as the review said, it is a fantastic side scroller sort of beat 'em up, a little bit like adventure thing, Metroidvania esque, with a mad farming sim built in it as well. So while you're off fighting and gathering collectibles, you're also growing some dope rice, uh, and you're like the, the, the 
the level of meticulousness in growing that rice is right up my farm farm sim dork out brain alley uh it, it, it's mad and it's fun and the characters are cool and i hate anime with a passion but i really enjoyed the art style of this game which is anime as fuck <laughs> and it's still really really good next up for me is the only ps5 title in this list and that's demon souls I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah, you would have put that on there. I, I, I've, I've, uh, I've been playing this game since it came out on PS3. I tossed and turned about putting PS5 games in this list. And even if I did, it would probably have only been Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales was really, really good. I mean, technically Miles Morales is on PS4. Yeah, true. But I played on PS5. So, like, Miles Morales is really, really good. And it probably should make... It is not on my list at all. probably should be in my top five. No, I mean, my top... It's certainly in my top six, I it's, guess. Because it probably would have come six. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had more fun with the other games that mm-hmm. I've mentioned like I said I probably had more fun with Mafia because I was unexpected like I knew that I would go I knew I that I was going to I can neither confirm nor deny that my PS5 has Demon Souls thematics to it yeah so buddy the check goes your <laughs> PS5 Demon Souls theme how, like essentially saying how is it not going to get on that list uh, next up for me is uh, Persona 5 Royal ah of course of course I mean it, it's just as good as PS as, as Persona 5 but with added uh, extra bits mm. And it's still fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed playing that. Um, I I do give people shit for Persona, yourself included, Dash included. I mean, Josh you you included. you've seen my spreadsheet yeah. <laughs> of what I I, uh, I I do enjoy playing that game. Um, it's just I don't I don't I can't give it the commitment that it probably quote needs. Oh yeah, no. Yes. But I when I when I went back and played it this year for work, um, when we named our character Greg B Smashing, that that alone made the game fantastic because I just chuckled my ass off every time they called him Greg or Greg B it was awesome chuckled really hard Uh, my final one uh, for the year is Doom Eternal Doom Eternal took everything because that's five I think yeah I think that's four Oh, no, because you had Sukuna. Never yeah. mind. So, Doom Eternal takes everything that Doom 2016 had, made it bigger, made it better, and added a stack of cool shit to it. So, in terms of... Huh? Sorry, I'm just counting. I think you're still at four. I think this is number four. No, it can't be. I still have one more to say. Yeah, so I've got Last of Us, Doom yeah. Eternal, Sakuna, Mafia, and Immortals. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so Doom Eternal is is brilliant. Like, although it felt weird to do a lot of traversal stuff, I, I do... Th- I, I completely loved all of it. Like the, the the campaign was also like a bunch of nothing because I didn't really care about the story. I just wanted to go in the different rooms and shoot things. And I loved that they that they stepped away from the hallway arena, hallway arena mm-hmm. that they that they lost from the original. That, the, sorry, that they had from the original, which is essentially what Doom and those id, early id tech games yep. are built on, you know, like Unreal Tournament and stuff like that. Um, but they were still able to keep that that kind of core system but add to it in a way that made it feel different from that which made me had to rethink about how I room it going to every encounter because when I replayed Doom 2016 earlier in the year once I got the double barrel shotgun I just only ever used like because every enemy takes the same you know has the same effect but we're here I'm having to jump between between weaponry and I have to you know hit weak spots on the enemies and when and when you're seeing like the the the, the visual destruction of the of the characters you shoot them in like bits bits of 
and fall off and stuff like you you're constantly monitoring the room around you and you're obviously do, always having am, uh, ammo conservation uh sort of like thinking about how you're going to do it because if you if you're working on this guy you can see his health is wintering down but then you might have to switch that to the the other dude to the to your left but knowing that there's a guy to your right that you have to chainsaw to get ammo because you're going to need more sniper ammo to take it that guy to take it that level of uh, the slightly increased level of intellectual intellectuality not a word um added a lot to doom i thought doom Eternal was mint uh my last one uh final fantasy 7 remake fucking doom. <clears throat> uh i really 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 enjoyed the way they retold that story uh, i think that the, uh, it's uh, the best way to describe it is probably adjacent to the story that was originally told I really enjoyed the new combat. I liked it being uh, similar to that of Final Fantasy Fifteen, where it's kind of like a real-time, uh, more real-time combat, uh, similar to that maybe of Kingdom Hearts. It's probably a better description. Um, there's still that option for old-school mode, but it is not it's definitely nowhere near true to old-school mode whatsoever. Um, and it's really worth playing it in the new way. It seems like that is the intended way to experience the game. The game looked gorgeous. Uh, it brought back all that nostalgia from playing it, playing the original as a kid. And now I just have to wait another 20 years to get part two. <laughs> so the real question is, what is your game of the year? My actual game of the year is probably Persona 5 Royal. Why does it trump everything else? Not because, not about the game itself, but what is it about Patrick? I mean, it was really the game itself. Persona 5 Royale, um, I mean, Persona 5 was such a strong game as it was, and all they've done is added additional content to it. Mm. Uh, it's still the same tight game. Its combat system is fantastic. The The day-to-day essential teenager life that you play out is fantastic in a simish way. The the different, the, the way that it progresses its story in the... Uh, what's the... What are they? The... the um, not the castles, the dungeon, the dungeon, whatever the return. Oh, they're is. like when you go into their um, uh, into the to their safe space. Yeah, the hearts and you're yeah, breath like their hearts. I, I can't think of what their what the term is that they use, but uh, ju- you know, just the, the the entire system of you know it being an RPG and, and the character customization, the, the the different personas that you get to use and how they interact with with what enemies you're versing, and it's just a solid game mm. overall like it doesn't really have any technical issues the game runs brilliantly it looks amazing it's just yeah it's it's one of the best rpg games that have come out in a very long time yeah because kind of a cheat because like yeah persona 5 was already mad yeah and then they kind of added more shit to it yeah so it's kind of yeah, really yeah. easy for you to make that choice i mean final fantasy 7 i must admit was really really close and like i said before you know the way they told this new story or retold this new story was really fantastic but it is just a part one mm. it's not it's not the full game and until you see it as a whole it's really hard to judge mm. on it nice. what about you see that's the thing this year was incredibly hard for me to to make even make this list yeah um like i've we've said i played like 50 something games this year oh you know predominantly new and games that dropped this year and as well as some older ones but i i couldn't help but shake this feeling of apathy mm-hmm. towards all of it whether it be the games you know the games that i played the year as a whole and, and i'm going through this list and i'm just like 
Like I, I can I can add that. I can look at it from that uh, from that review. It's funny for the last couple of years, you've had a very easily stand out, no questions asked. This is my number one game of the year. It's the game that I've most enjoyed this year. Yeah. Why do you think that this year's different? I don't know. Could just be me. Because like you've changed a lot this year compared. I have to changed a lot this year. Yeah. Previous years. Yeah, and like there's a, there's a lot of things that have changed this year, like, whether it be physically, you know, it's like I don't think me losing weight though has really changed that, but I mean like there's a lot of growing that's come with mm. that, and and the world around us has been a straight up dumpster fire, and I think that's played a part, you know, because when I was looking back at the games that I played this year, Dreams came out this year. I swear that came out two years ago. Feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> but you know what I mean? And like that's I think that's part of it. I think there is that Why well, is it double check twice that Persona Five Royal actually came out of the yeah. show? Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's gnarly. Um as I said, like I'm looking at these lists and I and I remember reviewing them and I remember what you know how I felt when I played them and at the time, but <clears throat> whether it just be because this year has just been surviving, like it's nothing's really kind of sunk in. Yeah. Uh is that depression? Probably. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's 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 part of it. And I look, as I said, as I looked through that list and there was just nothing that really jumped out at me. So if I guess I had to make a pick, I don't know if I can last far, sure, there you go. Don't know, that's my pick, I guess. But even then, like, I really enjoyed playing it and I enjoyed conversing about it and, like, confronting my clients with it because a lot of them had sort of, re the re you know, regurgitated internet opinion on the game. So it was nice to be able to use it as a platform to, like, have conversations with people mm -hmm. and i that that part was was a lot of fun but you know it's just and like we had ps5 come out this year as well and like you know i i love my ps5 it's fucking great um but even then like because it's, it's relatively a you know kind of flat-ish yeah at least perception flat-ish launch and plus also mine broke that but that hasn't tarnished my thoughts on it at all you know it's just this I don't know, like it, yeah. It's, there's the flatness to all of it, uh, to, to all the to the year and whether with the games that I've played and like that's not a detriment to any of the titles. You know, we listen, we just sung a bunch of praises for these games, mm. but it's just like I can't sit there and be like, yeah, this is the clear winner. Yeah, like this wasn't like last year with Death Stranding. This well, wasn't the year before, the year we before with War. God of War. The year before that with Wolfenstein too. Like I, when I finish those games, I'm like, this is game of the year. Mm. And like when I finish the last of them, I'm like, this is a really fucking good game. I didn't have that, but that's because I played it in a day. Yeah, that wrecked me. I think that that also sullied my opinion of that game too. Yeah, big time. It does. It deserved more spaced out time. <laughs> yeah um but that so i know that's a very lack very like oh way to sort of end our awards but that's that's how i feel about what's, it man let, let's add one more quick category what's your what are you most looking forward to next year is there a game that you know that's coming out next year that you're out that you're really looking forward to you're hoping that the, the that the god of war ragnarok is releasing next year do you think that, that would be lovely but it's not <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West will be rad, but I need, I do need to go back and finish Zero Dawn. Like I've, I've now returned to that game three times. I've never finished it, mostly because I like, I find a window of time. I'm like, this is it, and then something will come up, and I'll be like, oh, I gotta go play that for review or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just nothing's like, coming out over this Christmas break. Yeah, I'm probably gonna play GTA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Um, yeah, like, so Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, yeah, Rift Apart, because having played Ratchet & Clank earlier this year, that was fun. Rift Apart would be cool, I guess, but just kind of like, okay. 
cool. Yeah. What about you? I think Horizon's probably the big one for me. Yeah. Sure. Like, I'm excited for that, but, like, honestly, one of the real big things I'm excited for is PAX. God, I hope PAX is happening again. Like, I... It, it's... I... I, ne- I this year has made me realize how important that event is for me mm. because it's a, a situation plus i had so much more invested into it this year as well yeah you know so i i, I, de- I and normally it's the one event that makes makes me feel like what we're doing is valid yeah because we get to run around and play shit and do cool shit and have a ton of fun and meet friends like see friends we ever see once a year like i see buddy and like you know like simon who lives in perth and you know like all these people around the around this country we all come together one moment and it's fucking a great weekend yeah. and i love that weekend because it, it becomes entirely what that that place is and yeah it's if it you know as buddy like basically after the rules coming packs i'm giving you a hug and i'll take that hug because i, I want to hug every fucking person because there is such a good energy it's this feeling of collective happiness i've talked about that i've talked about that a lot this year because i think that's, the, that's what this year has been missing it's been missing those moments of collective happiness mm. because you don't sort of realize how important it is like people are like oh who people but no we are we are a uh, as as a race as a species we are a community driven species and when we've all been thrown in isolation or been forced to do things online like yeah online is still technically bringing us together but it's not how we were designed yeah to be together um and then on top of that as well because like you know my my whole weight loss journey this year i've i've, I've now lost like this close to 30 kilos um so it's it's over 20 percent of my body weight um, with the idea of going to PAX and being like fuck you and like showing everybody off and I did <clears throat> I did still get to do that like I went in and I got to be be a part of a panel for the generosity stream so I still got to attend PAX in some way but um, it's not the same it's not the same uh, I think that's a big part of it. I think yeah that, that so next year I'm 100% looking forward to PAX I fucking love PAX and I'm yeah, it's just something about it. It's funny. We, I found my PAX badge mm. from last time I went. Oh, to, yeah. From last time I went. Well, to mine PAX. will live behind on the screen there. Well, it's, it's funny because Ali's like, "Didn't you go like last year?" I'm like, "No, I literally haven't been since 2017. Mm. It was the last time I went. It's the first and last time I went actually. So I went with you, Josh, Dylan, and all that. Well, see, and for that as well, because you you missed out on seeing it from the other side this year. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I got to meet a bunch of cool people when yeah. I when I went, but yeah, it'll be different looking from the other side. Of the it place. does like when you, like going there as 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 a general populace is mad, and like the experience isn't all that different from going there as some sort of content creator or press or whatever. Mm. But it does add a little little flair. I guess to there's it. probably less lines that I'd have to line up. In. Yeah, sometimes sometimes there's less lines, but even then, like because you're when you're there, you approach everything differently. Your because mm. you, because you're in work mode essentially all weekend. Your brain is looking and assessing so rather than being like oh that game was pretty cool i'm like all right like even when you know i remember playing like even when i played final fantasy 7 for the first time there and i'm like i'm actually probably going to enjoy this because mm. like you know watching but like granted it was very alpha because like cloud's hair was like jaggy as shit and <laughs> all these little things and you can also be misled like we played the eight you know the a day um avengers day demo for marvel avengers i'm like this game's gonna be mad not even close <laughs> um yeah like that's a really depressing way to look at the end of the year and be like yeah well nothing really made me feel anything <laughs> <laughs> but there you go like that that's part of it however i did uh i did reach out uh to the community 
through our Twitters and the uh, Facebooks um, to sort of get what they believed their games of the year to be. Uh, Buddy, who has been head back to the chat, has jumped in as well. He says his game of the year is Last of Us Part 2. Yep. Best independent is The Pathless, something that I haven't played. Um, you know, that's... I, 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 I I've, been, check it out. I've been looking forward to playing The Pathless. I've been meaning to pick it up. It's like, what, 60 bucks at the mm. moment? Um, that's that cool that's that <laughs> oh, cool oh shit <laughs> Dylan from the Explosion Network's here you have to sign all the fan shirts Max if any, it's a, that's one thing that's never happened I've never been asked to sign anything fucking ever um, and I never will get, never will get there uh, he's worse for t- Cyberpunk uh, and his uh, best game of this of, of not this year was Return of Oberdin that's a sick game I've been wanting to play that and I saw it was on sale and I was like Ooh. that's worth it 100% uh, and then Zach Jackson from Well Played jumped in with Roki for his independent game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible story and use of sound design to enhance the emotional aspects of the narrative. Um, best holy shit, I didn't expect this game to be this good, which is not a category, but shout out Zach. <laughs> Was Streets of Rage 4. Uh, and game of the year is for him is also The Last of Us Part yeah. 2. Which is mad. And then I we also did get uh, one with a couple over here on, on the Twitter. Uh, we've got... Uh, where is it? Where'd he go? Uh, Shane Bailey. Uh, he's one of the dudes from Ubisoft. He's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic guy. We, we owe a lot to him uh, in our early days of becoming content creators. Uh, to what? Sorry? <laughs> I uh, didn't sign up for this. Have to do shots off Ryan's chest in the annual Popsy Media Only Party. Yeah, go for it. Do it. <laughs> There's less chest now, so it's it's kind of fun. And he's that put, means less shots. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Which like, means less fun. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's less belly button dent now. So bo- bo- uh, be- uh, body shots is going to be something. Less, less lint now. Le- yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, he's put Hades as his game of the year. Which yeah, Hades I'm, is really good. I need that to come on console because I won't play it on PC. Uh, and then uh, Benny, he's also jumped in as well. Put Ghost of Tsushima as his game of the year. Uh, Streets of Rage is his best independent because he's led to believe it's independent. <laughs> uh, he wants to say Avengers is the worst because he hasn't played Cyberpunk yet, but uh, he did also have uh, fun with the Avengers. Uh, and the game that he played, if not this year, was Baldur's Gate 3 because it is technically an early access. Um, but if that's not eligible, uh, he puts Mortal Kombat 11 because uh, the Aftermath DLC Man, was fantastic. Baldur's Gate 3 is great, but um, their last update ruined my, pa- ruined my save. Oh no, really? They, pa- they patched it so hard that all the old saves don't work so i gotta start again luckily i was only like an hour in because i pissed father around for so long <laughs> cool at least you know one thing's consistent early access game and like fucks was saved slam cyberpunk man like <laughs> by the way yeah th- that this is our last episode of the year big thank you for everyone for watching and being part of the show for this year so as we said like we've actually seen some growth this year which is mad like not staggering growth we're still very fucking low end and you know out of the the top four playstation shows that are made out of australia i think we're fucking fourth third maybe like you know when we're not seeing like big big massive growing numbers but there has been an increase a a recurring increase over our weekly episodes like our i think it's like six of our top 10 best downloaded episodes have come from this year um and i do think that that's part of it to you max like i think having you having you here for the full year because you sort of sprinkled in the back end of last year but this has been your full year full run of shows Mm. and i i do really think you've you've revitalized this show in a number of ways you know both josh and i had been running the game for a while and we 
we were getting well i'm still very fucking cynical but um having someone to bounce off me so it's the fact that i have 52 different intros <laughs> yeah and then yeah run, running off running off you you know sort of being that counteract to my cynicism has been been I'm, fantastic I'm getting there, don't worry oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm getting there don't but worry. i mean like and because we hit different niches as well yeah. which makes it way more exciting to talk about games and there are times that we've disagreed and there's been times that we've agreed and it's been great and watching you grow and become so much better in this space <laughs> has been absolutely amazing yeah. like not that if you were you were ever bad but like i was horrible to start with it's okay you can say it. yeah like, oh, like okay, you know will, october of last that. year you, you know you were a bit hesitant but now you've got the flow you've got the pattern you you now you can verbalize your critique you can you know uh, articulate like you can it's, smash it it's funny how differently i now approach the games that i'm playing isn't it nuts? Yeah. i'm like i can't just play this to play this now i've got to like said so that the only downside does kind of ruin games for you <laughs> um yeah so no, you you, you should be very proud of where you've come in the last year. Like, granted, I know that this is, I know that this is. We are so small time, like it's not really working in, in working in that um in that space. But it's nice to to be to be our own little niche of the internet because like yeah. we are a niche within a niche within another niche, you know. Uh, but it's been very very fun, and I'm, I hope you've enjoyed the year. Oh yeah, it's been great fun. Yeah. I've really enjoyed what we've done this year. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, that's not stopping. We're not going anywhere. Like we're going to take about two weeks off. Um, I think about two weeks. Yep, so the plan. Fun. We'll come back in in the new year. Uh, have a nice rest it up, and obviously play a bunch of games over the break. I hope you all do the same. Um, but yeah, of course, big thank you. Uh, Touch the backlog of shame. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, big thank you to everyone. As as I said, like you, like you said, it's all just gonna be GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> the one downside of podcasts in general is that we you very rarely do hear from your audience. So I I love that we that we do do so we do do <laughs> that we stream this uh every, you know every week live on Twitch. It's a great way for us to get involved with you all directly and for those of you that do leave comments on the youtube video or occasionally you know i've, I've received some sort of like emails and stuff as well mm -hmm. through the website I'm like no one goes to the website we've had a couple of people be like hey that's been mad um yeah it's it's no been, nothing no, no, no games come out we are well. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to the players dash in the chat asks is there anything coming to the players no um I know this place is a show, but uh, now that Among Us is literally on everything, we should really do an Among Us group night. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that one thing that we I want to like looking me, me looking and, into me and Puck have got some businesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like it's been great to see some of those returning voices that are, that are sort of there for us every every week, and that being the likes of of, of Puck, of Dash, of Buddy, you know, of Cass. Cass has come through a lot mm. recently as well, and and then you've got the likes of Sean Levitt who comments on every video, or, or or Trilla is another one as well, and Dave Chataway. Like there's the, there is a handful of people, like core people, that always come through. Um, and I do, I greatly appreciate it. Oh, I fucking love all of you, man. Like it's, as, as I said, like we, I would still do this even if no one was watching. It'd be so much harder, but I would still do it because it's fun for me. Um, but it does make it better. Cass is still here. He heard you. Oh, hey, Cass. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. So one thing I'd like to do moving, because one, one thing that we've really not done over this year or even in, in last year as well was have that real community aspect because 
for sure the fucking popsy community is kind of dead you know <laughs> like the discord's fucking quiet you know the pop- all you all you guys talk about is bloody wrestling even well, I that's, be, that's because the only, like- people, the only people that are on the discord talk about wrestling so <laughs> we, uh, we need to re- reinvigorate it same as the community group on facebook it's getting a bit of love recently because i'm just finding myself on twitter so often i'm just like, all my conversations happen on twitter yeah but we, i would love to rebuild that in and yeah have have an among us night or you know something like that because that'd be that'd be awesome i'd love to bring that in so keep an eye out for that and we'd also love to re- have the return of uh from the players where we where we used to like yeah. throw out you know throw out questions to to you guys and you would let and you would respond to it and we would put those responses in the show i guess we kind of did that permanently with the live setup we're, like we're always hearing from the yeah. players throughout the show but like we would love to sort of have a you know a, a question and answer sort of section of the show because you know we've even really changed how we uh how we've run the show like we don't have a main topic anymore it's just news and we just kind of fucking go I mean, to be fair at the start of this year we planned out all our main topics where's and, my, where's my fucking and, <laughs> and then no, i think i properly and then, yeeted my and then every game just went you know what no and just delayed themselves yeah. and then obviously with the, the global pandemic everything just went up in mm. fire and then and then it got to the point where we were doing you know almost two hours of news because there was just so much news going on because everything was happening all yeah. at once and yeah it just made yeah fuck that calendar fuck it i put some i spent like hours it was all color coded it was all well written and yeah actually hang on yeah here it is my, my last act of defiance am i strong enough no i am not i have to, I have to do it in six months lots there we go six month lots yeah back when the back half of the year had nothing in it Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> thanks, thanks, 2020. You fucking suck. Send us out. Send us out. All right, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 9 a.m. on YouTube. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of our links are in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live and become you can be in the chat and become part of the show. It is greatly appreciated. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. Uh, if you're on the, on the uh, podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. Or if you're on the YouTubes, be sure to give it a, give it a like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, all that crap. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at Patreon dot com slash the pop culture as well as our merchandise store popculture.com slash shop where you can uh, buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it don't buy it before Christmas because I bought like fucking six weeks ago and it still hasn't arrived for Max yet god damn it <laughs> but we hope you all have a merry merry Christmas and a happy new year we will all see you in 2021 but until then I'm Ryan Betson I'm Max Cooper and that was for the players yeah hopefully in the new year we get more space for our ps5 yeah i need a fucking more hard drive eh? <laughs> i have to delete shits balls and my vr adapter oh where's my vr adapter <laughs> where's my vr adapter all right give me that mouse <laughs>